What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Duking It Out, episode 14. We're making moves out here. 14? Yep. Are you sure it's not 13? I think it's 14. I mean, I'm looking at it 14, so unless I mislabeled it. Oh, cool. I think, yeah. Anyway, um, I can tell you how I'm doing. Yeah, tell me. I'm frustrated. What's up? <laughs> I'm just annoyed. So I think I just, I'm just pissed. That's what it is. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's, I think... Okay, I'm reminded of, you know, the scripture that says, pray for your leaders. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I know why. <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes I just feel like in life there are times where, and I bet you even parents feel this, where um, if you are in a certain level of responsibility, hmm. that some things you know how to solve and some things you are just pressed with Hmm. where you're like i don't know i'm feeling the weight of this and yet i don't know how to actually navigate this yeah so i just yeah i'm just feeling like annoyed you're feeling like your kids are acting out and you don't know what to do besides bop them upside the head like so for instance if you're a single parent Mm -hmm. and let's say your oldest is like 16 Mm -hmm. and your youngest is like seven and the seven-year-old is throwing a tantrum Mm -hmm. it's not quite appropriate to talk to your 16 year old about it yeah right but that's like your closest person who you might be able to, like, unload on. Hmm. And so there's a sense in which, like, don't worry, you're not the 16-year-old in this analogy. <laughs> but the point is, no, my point is, it's like that person hasn't figured out the proper way of dealing with their stress. Oh, yeah, yeah. And in that way, I feel like, oh, there's certain elements of me being in leadership that I'm feeling a certain kind of stress. Mm. And I haven't, I, I don't know where how to actually properly sit like what do i do with this Mm. this unique stress that because you don't feel like you necessarily have a partner in this right is that what you're saying because you're like you're saying you're a single parent hang on am i in the are we still talking the analogy or are we talking about my actual sitch no your analogy because in your analogy you're the single parent right or are you the 16 year old you don't want to inappropriately deal with it. The single mm. parent doesn't or maybe ought not to like mm. unload on their 15, 16 year old. Cause they're still a kid. Cause they're still a kid, even though they have like co- conversational skills mm-hmm. and you know, they, they, they're, they resemble an adult in a mm-hmm. lot of ways and can offer uh, a certain level of emotional support mm-hmm. and such, but it's not but, their job, but it's not their job. It's yeah. not right. And so in order to not do that wrong thing, they hold on to it. Hmm. And they haven't quite figured out how to figure out how do I deal with this properly. Yeah. So I feel like I'm in a similar place in that where I'm like, I haven't figured out in some ways how to deal with my own stress. Hmm. And I'm feeling very annoyed and ticked. Mm. In your like leadership role and the responsibilities that you had, you're feeling stressed because people are making decisions that are frustrating you. Uh, I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to say like leaders above me, leaders under me. And like, just like, I think, yeah, just stress, 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 yeah, just. I'm sorry, love. Yeah, yeah. And not, not just like, yeah, anyway, not church stuff only, but just stuff, you know? Like even when I'm failing in like the taxes and stuff like that too. Oh, you feel like you're failing in the home stuff? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, we haven't done our Canadian taxes, and that is a problem. They're due June first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's <laughs> well, but we will quickly just... approaching. <laughs> yeah, it's like days away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, but there's things like that where I'm like, uh, it's annoying because I feel like the I okay, I have a habit of mm-hmm. screwing up the first time I do something new. So for instance, like I'm very, I didn't realize I love flexibility and I enjoy being a flexible person, Mm -hmm. but whenever I have to incorporate a new rhythm or a new schedule thing, Mm -hmm. if my system of organizing my life doesn't plug that in Mm -hmm. good, I will miss that meeting. I will drop that responsibility Mm -hmm. and the first time and like, and I'm like, Oh crap. And so I feel like Part of it is, is like, oh, I've never done taxes in quarantine. And I'm like, I should have had the foresight to be able to figure this out. Yeah. Or I've never figured out how to like get this home task done. Like I did this in London and I was fine. Mm, but, but now we're here and it's different. Different setting. And so mm. even just being in a brand new setting, refiguring out 
obvious things hmm. feel like I'm making, to use your dad's lingo, a, a mountain out of a, mo- a molehill. Mm. But it's like I haven't figured out how to like fit the molehill into my life. And so it, yeah. lo- it feels like a mountain. Yeah. And I feel like I'm... Because even though that. certain things aren't new, like taxes, you are 30, you've been doing taxes for Correct. quite some time yes. now. Um, the fact that we're in a new place and it's quarantine and we're married now. And like, so we have to figure out... You know, it's like, oh, silly does things. That make yeah. things. Yeah. It's just a, a, enough of a difference to make you feel stressed about it enough to put it off. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like I remember I was listening to this, uh, I was listening to Jordan Peterson, and he was talking about how, um, like part of our narrative is like we are knights and we need to slay the dragon and mm. what stops us from slowing the dragon and the illustration he used to illustrate what that looked like he look he he used someone looking at the stack of mail on mm. their kitchen table yeah and he's like I I just can't not he but he was talking about the person mm-hmm. like why can that person not pick up the mail on the table and go through the mail yeah because it's fear of what's inside of the mail yeah. or what the implicate or do I have enough to yeah. tackle the mail and it's like we're slaying dragons left right and center and and I think yeah anyway it's yeah. Inter- it's anyway I feel like I'm all over the place but I definitely am feeling the stress of like oh I don't have this together and then I'm mm. like I want to jump on the podcast and be fun and laugh a lot mm. but I'm feeling like angst inside of me and I'm like yeah. so you're feeling like you're confidently doing certain areas of your life well but then there's these other areas that you're looking at and you're like and I'm sucking and it's adding more stress and you're slowly but surely becoming like more immobile, like debilitated. Is that what I'm hearing? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. And it's weird because you, as soon as you're doing something well, you just put it behind you and you focus on the next problem ahead. Yeah. And so that's not a great way of doing life in terms of... Well, which is hard, right? Because you're... You, I feel like that's really normal for people because it's like, oh, I, I did it. Yay. Like it's off the to-do list or, oh, I'm doing it well. I don't have to think about it. That's right. So you you do move it behind you, but then that means that the only things in front of you are things you're doing are bad. always obstacles. Yeah. Always things to improve on. <laughs> always. Yeah. And that's yeah. really draining. So you have to continually pull out the good things in front of you to be like, oh, but I did this well and I did this and we're, we've got this going. Totally. So, I mean, I get that. That's like, there, I saw this, um post on Instagram that was like from a therapist it was just saying like how just when you feel like you can't do something break it down smaller Mm. and like break it down smaller even smaller even smaller even smaller it's like oh it's hard it's like hard for me to get through my day like I want to get through my day but I'm just so it's like break down that problem even Mm. smaller so small it's like okay well I need to take a shower okay what's the first step I got to get out of bed. I have to get out of bed. I have uh-huh. to get up and I just have to walk to the bathroom. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then I've walked to the bathroom. Now that I'm, I'm like, here. Oh my gosh. I did it. I'm here. Okay. I need to brush my teeth. Oh, another thing done totally. and accomplished. Oh my gosh. I did it. Right. And I need to brush my hair or I need to, you know, hop in the shower or, you know, whatever little task that, that those break things, those things break down into. But yeah, I feel like that's such a good advice because we do make mountains out of molehills. And like I did that with my American taxes. So I had to do my American taxes and now we still have to do our Canadian taxes. But I was like, oh my gosh, I've never done this before. I've never had to do two taxes. I have income in America from last year and income in Canada. So I have two different forms of income. What does this mean? And I was so terrified. And so I just... My dad definitely like kicked my butt and I was like, okay, so I just got onto H&R Block, which I normally use for my my taxes and I just started the process. Right. And then before I knew it, I was finished and I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I did it all. And it took me like 30 minutes and right. I still have to mail it in because um, I wasn't allowed to file online because we're married and you don't have a tax ID States. yeah, in the States. So... I still have to mail it in, but still, like, right. it was done. It's printed. Huh. There you go. And I yeah. just did it. Yeah. And I was like, yo, <laughs> that was so easy. I was putting them up for months. I know. I know. So I do think I took some micro steps in some things that have been looming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for instance, two things that I need to do are in the calendar now, which Yay. they could have been in the calendar from weeks ago, but they finally made it in the calendar. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> like it's hilarious when I remember when I was, when we were in California and mm-hmm. I was an intern helping students, half of my role wasn't even like spiritual direction. It was like, here's how you use a calendar Jeez. and this will save your life. And I swear most of, I, most of my like pastoring in that, 
in that setting. Yeah. Half of it, not most, but literally half of it felt like just, hey, here's how you stay organized. Here's how you don't forget what, yeah. where you need to be. Here's how you don't miss a meeting. Like it was, and now I'm like, my taxes are due. And I'm never, ah. uh, even though I've done it before. Yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely in a low point. Um, actually, that's not true. I'm not in a low point. Uh, there's like, I, I think... To, to kind of piggyback what, off of what you said about always seeing the next obstacle, there's a sense in which, like, I know, and I would help other people through this, and so you just kind of need reminders. My whole life is not actually dictated by whatever obstacles are in front of me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like I'm experiencing a renewal with my walk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm joyful connected to him yeah uh and and just yeah i just love god in in a way that i miss being in that space Mm -hmm. uh i feel like me and you are having tons of fun and laughing a whole lot this has been a really fun week and uh yeah and so there's a lot of really great things happen and also like ministry is actually going really good like there's a lot of really great things happening so it's it's but it's that that whole thing of your eyes is always like your eyes can always be on the problem and i think i'm feeling that stress and pressure and anyway yeah yeah. no but it is real it is hard i don't know why we fixate on that i wonder what the psychology behind that is is it and part of it i think too is just like the micro decision like the longer you put something off the more scary it looms right 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 and so it's like oh if i had just done it right away when i thought of doing it it would have been mm-hmm. no problem. But I said, oh, I'll do it later. And then I looked at it and said, oh, I'll do it later. And I'll do it later. And then five I'll do it later. So it was like, I might never get this done. Can I pay <laughs> someone an exorbitant amount of money to do this for me? Right. You know what I mean? You yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You're, you've just you've reached the yeah. point where you're like, I can't do it. And it's like, well, that's not true at all. You've yeah. just said I will put do it later or I don't want to do it or and now, whatever. Yeah. And now you're paying so much more money for yeah. time, Or even urgency like the and, cost of okay. pushing things off that need to be done yeah. somewhat quickly, you know? Yeah. Who knows? Oh, man, it's crazy. Even as a leader, I'm like, <gasps> like, there's so many areas of, uh, like, minor shame, you know? Like, I fail in this, like, yeah, I'm like, how can I lead people to Jesus? And I don't even know how to do my taxes. It's like, but I can break bread. Like, <laughs> like it's just such a... It's, like, so random. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> the human existence. So what an oh odd thing it is. Gosh, I know, I know. It and is so. truly odd to be a human. It is. I it deeply is. believe that. I don't feel like there's any normal human experience. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's go a little bit deeper. So if we're made in the image of God, what mm-hmm. do our com- what? how does our complexities of being human, what can it tell us about God? You know what I mean? Because I kind of think through, I, anyway, if this is not really interesting, we can move on. But I kind of think through, like, like for instance, so you know when we, when we talk about marriage, mm-hmm. it's like a two-way window. So we look at how God loves the church mm-hmm. and we get, um, we get a picture of what marriage is supposed to look like, but it's kind of a two-way mirror or two-way window or whatever. So like if, if the marriage is healthy, loving, and, and firing on all cylinders, mm-hmm. you should actually be able to look at a window uh, of marriage and, and use it as a window into how God loves the church. Yeah. Like it's a two-way conversation. So I kind of always think through like, oh, like what is God like? And that's actually what our humanity is supposed to be like. But mm. I wonder, I don't know if it's theologically correct, but I wonder if you can look at some of their work complexities yeah, as a human being and say, what is this telling me about God or mm-hmm. about the world or I don't know. Anyway, I mean, I think those are fair questions. I think, too, though, we need to be aware that like our human experience is tainted. True, 100%, yeah. So how do you know for sure? You're like, oh, yeah, this is perfectly what God intended. Sometimes Absolutely, you, like, yeah. it's hard yeah. to tell. Because you, know? you can't look at all of your human experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you wouldn't look at a marriage that's dysfunctional and say, oh, what's this telling me about God in yeah. the church? Like, it doesn't make sense, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd be yeah. like, oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I, I do wonder sometimes, like, like, things, like, that are kind of gray areas, like right. sarcasm. I'm like... If the fall hadn't happened, would we still use sarcasm? So I I think sarcasm is funny, but a but lot it's of people at the expense of others usually. Is that what sarcasm is? Yeah. Sarcasm. Oh, I guess so. Sarcastic can be kind of mean. I'm yeah. not thinking about sarcasm. I'm thinking of like irony or like Oh, irony's like yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Irony's like coincidental. But like sarcasm yeah. is like if I Okay, so 
Nick has this habit of asking me where things are instead of looking for them. <laughs> and so if like you said something like, oh, where's such and such? And sure. I was like, if you only looked, you'd know. I don't know if that wasn't a good sarcasm example. Sarc- Why can't no, I be sarcastic sar- right sarcastic, now? Sarcastic, it would be like, you'd, you'd say something like, Oh, oh a blind so man could find good. it. Or oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're so good at finding stuff. Yes, that's sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. If I was like in front of friends and someone was like, "Oh, I'm looking for Walmart," and I'd be like, "Oh, my husband can tell you. He's so good at finding things." That that's sarcasm. Be, yeah, but it's like, rude. Yeah, it is. But sometimes it is. it's funny. I heard it's a it's a Western thing. So oh, apparently, really? inter like when we were at school back mm-hmm. in the day, our international friends n- couldn't pick up on sarcasm because it just wasn't it didn't translate. Wait, like internationals at all. couldn't pick it up. Like non from different cultures, like English not as a first language. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh English not as a first language. Okay, but not like Brits or a certain Europeans. Oh, I mean they're like the they're most the sarcastic. most sarcastic. <laughs> That's why I was like, what are you saying right now? <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Some of the Brits, oh my gosh, I they're so I do appreciate funny. their humor, though. Oh, they're and hilarious. The fact that they can all just take it. That's why I'm like, oh, like, they all just take it. Right, yeah, And yeah. no one's offended. Yeah. Did the air conditioner just turn off? Yeah. It just sounded like it got so quiet. Yeah, if the, I think if the, the podcast had this buzz and it just stopped, sorry, but anyway. Yeah. But if um, the podcast, if we ever, if, if it ever sounds like there's an ice cream truck, we will... Pause. Stop the podcast. You should. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we were late to our family meeting because we were adventuring all over South Ajax looking for the ice cream truck. <laughs> the ice cream truck, we live up against a creek, and somehow that valley or whatever, the acoustics of the area, I was listening to an ice cream truck for, from far away for like three hours this morning. Yeah. Probably in three hours in total. And we walked around and, and couldn't it find the sounds. came to us. No. I was like, we searched high and low for that ice cream truck, yeah. could not find it, but the sound was so clear. Yeah. When we finally got out of the neighborhood and then we walked down this bike path mm-hmm. and then we realized that it was in the neighborhood across this giant pond. Yeah. And I saw the, the hood of it drive away. So sad. But it never came here. It did not. I guess there's just probably more kids in that direction, I guess. There's a playground there. Oh, maybe. There's like a, why, but kids aren't supposed to be playing. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, kids are out, though. There, there's bikes everywhere. We saw so many kids hunting for the ice cream truck. Oh, my gosh. It was so cute. Like, <laughs> even these little, these, like, three little girls are uh-huh. like, we're looking for the ice cream truck. If you funny, will you tell us? And I was like, that's the highest my voice can go, and I'm still missing the mark. <laughs> it was really cute. Yeah, it was. We're it on was. a little adventure. It was. I'm sad that I had, I have coins in my pocket ready to go. I'm waiting. I know. You're big on ice cream. Not super big I on do. it. I like salty things. Like give me McDonald's fries or. I mean, salty things are fine too, but I feel like ice cream is just such the sweet treat that like mm. it's fun and playful and a luxury. I don't know. We grew up in ice cream. Like my dad can put away a, a quart of ice cream. What's a quart? The the like half gallons. The That's ones two that quarts. are like. Like a Briars. Oh. He would like eat half that's of a one. Quart? That's it's half a gallon, so it's two quarts. Two quarts. So he would do two, a whole bunch of like a, a two quart? He could do that, but he'd usually only eat half. But yeah, like he would he could like Yeah, I don't know. Finish I, it. Oh, you know what it is? I realize why I don't like it just just now. I don't like ice cream because it's cold. Oh yeah, you don't like a cold thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's Did like your biggest complaint about yeah. things ever. Whenever I hand you you're like, Oh, it's cold. I'm like it's supposed to be cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like cold. I don't like. I don't like cold food. Mm. And so even when we were cleaning up the kitchen the other day, and you passed me a berry, it tasted good, and I was like, "Oh, it's cold. I don't want it on another one." You're so weird. Yeah, that's what it is about ice cream. I just realized. I just like refreshing things. That's why I like citrus in my coffee, y'all. Pro tip: if you ever have cold brew at home, throw an orange slice or two in there. Ooh. Yeah, but don't do it with coffee if you have milk in it, because it'll curdle it, won't it? I think it will. Yeah. So it has to be like black cold brew. Yeah, it does. Um, you like citrus and coffee. I, I do love, not. I think citrus and coffee is one of the most beautiful pairings uh, in the world. I don't like it. I don't like it. Maybe. I love it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not down. What about what was that drink we had in, in the cold brew in, in Reading when we got engaged? Oh, the mojito cold brew? Yeah. It was like maple syrup and muddled mint leaves. Yeah, I don't know why. That was trash, too. And like almond milk? Maybe? No, it oh, was really black. good. Like you loved it, but I thought it was, I just can't do, I you can't do like sweet, sweet coffee. coffee. I don't like sweet coffee. I don't like, the thing is, Man, it's not that I we should name like, this podcast all the things Nick doesn't like. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> what's not on the list is 
freshly baked cookies. You if do there's like cookies, cookies, but those I are warm. Pack those away. Also, I made Rice Krispie squares, and I again, there's none left, and I'm yeah. I. Those are room temp. Mm, that's what I'm saying. We are detecting yeah. a pattern. Yeah, I like. I mean, not that's. I don't like. You don't like cake though. I don't like cake. I will eat it because I'm at your birthday and I want to join in your celebration. But I actually, it's a sacrifice every time. I don't like eating cake. Hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you get to the party and they start cutting cake and everyone on their diet's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And you're like, oh, damn. Okay. There's like seven slices on the table and no one's taking them. I don't like cake. What would you have at your birthday? Carbonated water. <laughs> Just have sparkling water. I just think it would be fine. Just unflavored sparkling water. That's fine. That's fine. I realize, yeah, I just need, I just need bubbly drink. Like, who are you? So yeah. wait, you don't have like a like there'd be no cake, there'd be no cookies, there'd be no treat. Like, what would you blow out the candles on? Oh, oh, a cookie cake. Oh, a cookie cake. That could work. I used to do cookie cakes when I was a kid. Yeah, cookie or dough ice is good. Cream cakes. You would serve cookie dough. Straight up, yeah. Who doesn't like raw cookie dough? That's like the best. Yeah, it sits heavy on me. I don't like it. I used to like it as a kid, but now it just hits me the wrong way. Something about cookies hit me in the wrong way. What? I don't know. I don't like dry cookies, though. No. It's got to be soft. I like shortbread cookies. Ooh, I love shortbread cookies. I'm not down with shortbread. Shortbread's okay. You don't like shortbread? Mm. I just feel like Buttery. it's dry. Mm. Why is it dry? Not, it's crumbly, but it's not dry. Crumbly is dry. But it's butter. It's so buttery. How can something be... I know you're right. How can something be buttery and dry? That's so it's stupid. It's not dry. It's just crumbly. Crumbly is dry. No, it's not. There's no moisture keeping it together. But there's all that fat in the butter. It's just not soft. That's what's stupid about it. How can something be buttery and dry? It's not or, dry. It's hard. That's why it's crumbly. Sorry, sorry. Because it's hard. How can something be crumbly and not dry because it's not it's because it's it's moist but it's hard it's so dense it's hard it's not soft right so when you break it oh my gosh i'm going to murder my husband on this podcast um that's what i don't like shortbread cookies it's so boring i love shortbread they're so boring if it's so simple so classic Mm. You can pull a straight up ASMR. <laughs> Welcome to my ASMR. Oh gosh, no, stop, stop, stop. That stuff is really creepy. Stop, 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 stop. Please, please, please. This is like weird. Stop. I don't like this. <laughs> Why don't, don't you? Like, it just creeps me out, man. I yeah, see, like, ASMR uh, is weird. I don't really get the point of it. I, I don't. It's uh, it's, it's fun to make because it's kind of funny, but it'd be weird to listen to. I know. I think, I don't know. Something about it just seems like I don't want to touch it with a 10 foot ball. Like I'm like, ugh. It just yeah. feels gross. I can get behind that on most things on the internet. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, I learned this hilarious thing. I saw this on a on a post on mm-hmm. a TikTok something whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so when you see a TikTok that's actually just displaying a tweet. Would you say? Oh, those are say, so annoying. Would you say you saw it on Twitter? Or would you say you saw it on TikTok? I'd say I saw it on TikTok. Okay, I saw it on TikTok, and it was basically like uh, the fact that lemons are not uh-huh. a natural fruit. Oh, I saw you this in your search history because I went on to Google something this morning and it was like the first web page that pulled up. I like borrowed your phone to look at a book or something. Sure. That, oh, yeah. From the sermon this morning. And I, w- I remember I was like, I it just like pulled up what was already up and it was like talking about lemons. And I was like, why was he looking up the lemons? And then it said like pineapples are a berry and lemons are man-made or what was this article? <laughs> yeah, 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 that's exactly it. <laughs> I was like, what is my husband looking uh, up? I should have went incognito. I should have. <laughs> um, yeah, so I didn't know pear- pineapples were a berry. That's kind of... I don't understand. That I think if pineapples are berries, that proves that dinosaurs existed. Because uh, if a berry... Crickets in the audience. No, no, no. Because no, think about it. If a berry is this big, and mm-hmm. I'm making like a, it's, I'm making a, a a circle with my fingers, mm-hmm. like I'm giving the okay sign. If a berry is like the size of a strawberry, a blackberry, a blueberry, mm-hmm. and a pineapple is a berry, mm-hmm. you have to ask the question: Who is it a berry for? It has to be a berry <laughs> for for a big thing. It has, there has to but be a big thing. Berries don't refer to size; they refer to the way they're grown. 
you're, you're that's why it's a berry. Right no, because of the that, way it's grown. It so proves, I don't know how pineapples grow, think, but it must. I be like think a it berry. proves three things. It proves that dinosaurs existed. This is a bold claim. Specifically, the T Rex has to have existed. Mm-hmm. It, it also so that's the first thing. I guess, well, dinosaurs, does, dinosaurs existed. We agree because we see fossils. But the fact right. that you come to the conclusion because pineapples are berries is is maybe not also, lacking some evidence. King Kong existed. What? Because King Kong again. You have to ask the question: Who is it a berry for? Who would pop these berries? Who, who would pop pineapples like blueberries? Exactly. <laughs> who could actually? Because think about like a blackberry or a strawberry. Mm-hmm. It has those little little pine things. Mm-hmm. But we're monsters compared to a strawberry, so we can just pop a strawberry. Those in our are mouth. just seeds. But if if there was like little tiny humans like uh, that were like seven inches tall, mm-hmm. they would be look at a strawberry and be like, "This is a pineapple." <laughs> Right? So. Oh my god. So, so if pineapple, because pineapples exist, mm-hmm. King Kong also has to exist. I or think- not, not presently <laughs> existed, but King Kong had to have existed at one point because he was eating berries and he can't pick. He, what's he gonna do? <laughs> your arms above your head right now. <laughs> Is he gonna eat strawberries? No, he can't eat strawberries, they're too small. So he has to eat the pi- the pineapples. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Okay, I think you're getting hung up on the fact that berries are a certain size. Yeah, because they go. are. Well, but no. strawberries are bigger than blueberries. They can be different sizes. But they're all the same size, though, right? <laughs> like, they're all, they all fit in your palm. But a pineapple, what? how big does your palm have to be for a pineapple to fit in it? Well, okay. So why did this article say that pineapples are berries? I, I did. I was. I wasn't even looking up that. I was looking up lemons. <laughs> oh my gosh! So you have no backing. Oh my okay, goodness. So the other thing, the last thing that has to exist is so T Rex definitely hundred percent. That's consensus. King Kong. That's pretty like out there. But I'm telling you right now for sure, hundred percent King mm-hmm. Kong existed. Sure. Cool. And uh, um, and then the third thing that definitely existed is Sasquatch. <laughs> For sure. Because of the pineapple thing again? Same thing, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically what I'm hearing is that anything that's big that could pop a pineapple like a blueberry probably existed because, because pineapples, pineapples are, are berries. berries. 100%. You know Case what, Lev? You should submit this thesis to a it's right scientific journal. It's fine. No, it's right here. It's right here. The people... Are, yo, listen. Stay woke. Stay um, woke. Yo, I'm telling you. That, that makes perfect sense. I think... Well, I definitely... I do think Sasquatch exists. Not, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Not currently exists. I believe Sasquatch or... The, what's the other name for it? The Bigfoot? Yeti? Bigfoot. Bigfoot. I, I 100% believe that Bigfoot was a real creature. Was it like a human or like I a think, beast? I'm not sure. Here's why I actually think. So I went to a native reserve mm-hmm. and um, they have like six spiritual, spiritually significant animals. Mm-hmm. And it's like the wolf, the bear, the eagle. I don't remember all of them. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Bigfoot. Mm. And I thought to myself, how could, how, how could Bigfoot be strictly an imaginary creature Mm-hmm. across time mm-hmm. and across culture enough cultures mm. that a consensus becomes a sacred animal mm. so i believe that the yeti bigfoot sasquatch mm-hmm. definitely existed in some sort of capacity mm-hmm. for sure i think i don't know what it was because my thing is, is it's probably like a, a primate of some sort mm-hmm. and you we do know that like the biggest predators are the quickest things to go extinct mm-hmm. right so it makes sense if there's like an apex primate but the only the my only this is my only hang up mm-hmm. there's not a secondary primate in north america so for instance if we went to like if we go somewhere where there's gorillas there's also chimpanzees mm-hmm. and orangutans and stuff right we so, don't have any natural monkeys or anything. but yeah we don't really have like other sort of like monkeys and and primates and so that's that's the kind of thing where i'm like could a singular primate exist in north america like i don't i don't know how these things work right because i mm. think i feel like primates get together, like you have chimps you have orangutans you have mm-hmm. whatever kind of like a family like with ex- extended family right so you kind of get a, a conglomerate of these mm. kind of species grouped together so i don't know how a singular mm. there's humans and i guess we're kind of primates right 
So uh, us, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like that doesn't count. But do you know what I mean? Interesting. So I'm trying to think, is there another singular species? Okay, anyway. I've talked I don't too know. much. I ha- no, 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 you're fine. Oh, okay. I, um, I did hear someone say that if Bigfoot was to exist, it would actually probably be in the Amazon. Because there's hmm. so many undiscovered species in the Amazon. Um, do you think it could still exist? Mm, I don't see why that. not. Yeah, I I'm mean, people are discovering is, new things all the time, right? But it's but it is like big, big enough. Yeah, that's the and thing. it's not know. in the water. Like ocean things are still getting discovered a lot, and little tiny things are getting discovered a lot. Yeah, but yeah, but, but like human sized things. Yeah, that's, yeah, 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 that yeah. would be hard. But yeah, I mean, you never know. Lizard people could be real. We don't know. <laughs> The Clintons. I'm just kidding. The, uh, the lizard people come up to the I feel the like sewers. anytime there's a conspiracy, I I don't know much about conspiracies, nor am I interested for anyone who might DM me an article. Um, <laughs> I love that I preemptive like, shutdown. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just know, yeah, don't yeah, yeah, send yeah, yeah. us anything. However, we do not care. I'm, I'm woke enough to know that if there uh, if there are reptiles, they're connected to the Clintons. That's for sure. <laughs> I, know, I know enough to know that. So. It's really like, I mean, I don't trust the Clintons at all, but it's rough that they get connected to every single conspiracy. Them and the Kennedys. The Kennedys do? The Kennedys have, I don't know, there's like something there. Can you pull that back a little bit? This? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like that? Yeah. Was it too loud? Yeah. Sorry, people, if I was yelling in your ear. Um, But what I think is so funny about conspiracies is they're almost always America-centric. I don't know if that's just because... I don't live in Europe, so I don't hear European conspiracies. Right. They're in other languages, like French yeah. and stuff. But And, like, no one talks about them here. I don't know if that's the case, but it's literally, like, I'm, like, these conspiracies would be, like, these people are trying to end the world. And it's, like, always Americans. I'm, like, is it, like, there are other countries out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, America does not control the world. Right, 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 right. So, I always. No, I think there are conspiracies. Because I think, think about, imagine if you were in China. Well, China, okay. But still, that's another country. Or Russia. And Both of those are terrible examples because they're like ridiculously communist and so nationalistic. Right. Okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> oh, gosh. Is that your defense? Though? <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. So if you're in China and people are like, no, guys, the government's evil and here's my 12 reasons why and they did this thing to uh-huh. over there, that you'd sound like a conspiracy person. Yeah, that's true. But we're just on the outside looking in on China being like, yeah, no, duh. Like, they're crazy. And same yeah. thing about Russia. Like, well, mm, Russia, I feel like, is Russia's a bit more different. like we know they're kind of crazy. Or I bet you Russians know that Russia is crazy. Yeah. No, like, Russia know Russia, like, really believes that I think they're the best. But they're not really censored like China is. Except, yeah, but you probably just can't say nothing about Putin. That's it. No, I think that's, like, really it. And they yeah. have a different history that kind of leads them to just... Be their own thing and be fine with it. Yeah, I don't know. So the crazy thing about America. So this is this is like the the, the wild thing about America. So we obviously went to a school in America, mm-hmm. and uh, and I am American, and you're American. Like there is a we are the center of the world kind of yeah, like yeah. just believe like I remember growing up and being like, oh my gosh, what would it be like to have been born in another country and always look at America and be like. They're the number one country, but I don't, I wasn't born there or I didn't live in it. So here's the thing. I do think that as an un-American, mm-hmm. the world does kind of spin around America right now. Mm-hmm. But I do not think mm-hmm. that America is number one. Like, you, mm-hmm. so even that phrase, mm-hmm. like that phrasing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I wonder if we're going to look back. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Mm-hmm. Are we going to look back on in 20 years, 50 years? Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, America was so... I mean, like, America was just like China. Or, like, I know... Hmm. Okay, sorry, sorry. That was too extreme of an example. Yeah, I don't think that's a fair claim. Unless you qualify it. I agree. So, uh, what I mean is, there's high levels of corruption. Like, Trump's like, anyone who's investigating me gets fired. (laughs) Like, it's crazy. There's no sense of competency that gets you your job anymore. It's strictly loyal. Nepotism. And you... I thought nepotism was only with family. I think it can... Extend? Yeah, I mean... Okay, anyway. uh, This ridiculous, loyal, like, thing that basically if anyone crosses me, you're out. And the deep state, you're part of the deep state. Like, it's wild. And uh, and there's this huge nationalistic Mm -hmm. undercurrent that's happening. Yeah. And 
yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there are these elements and, you know, you can think through about how the powers that be are destroying the credibility of the press. And there are a lot of like dangerous ingredients that are getting circled up in the pot of America. Totally. And I don't know what I'm just like, do we look back on this time and be like, holy smokes, that was terrible. Maybe. Or was that the beginning of the end? Not like the end of America, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It is concerning. Some deeply concerning things. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's interesting because I... Hmm. Obviously, we come from a Christian perspective and a Christian background. So we have an eternal worldview where, you know, after death is heaven. But also more than that, like, we do believe in some sort of Jesus coming back. Not exactly sure maybe what that looks like, but we do believe that, like, there will be a new earth at a new heaven and all of that. And so I think sometimes Americans and American Christians try to put America as like, this is God's country. Like we're the number one country. Like our eschatology like revolves around America or Israel. <laughs> Those are like your two options. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, and so it kind of lends itself to this, like, we are the saviors of the world kind of complex, which mm. already comes with being American, right? right? Because we are we are very known to, like, step in when we see, quote, unquote, injustice. Right. And, like, bomb the crap out of people. And there, there was, like, this precedent. There was this thing called American excellentism or something like that, sure. where essentially, like, know. America w- was, like, the standard of excellence in the globe. I haven't heard about this, but sure. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe I'm just making this up, but no, um, I think it's a thing. I just don't know. What I'm t- I don't know the terms or. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyway. Um, so like, I think like there's kind of like, if you're a Christian in America, it's hard for you to see past America. Right. Cause you're like, oh, we're the answer. Like we're the only Christian nation left. Like we're fighting for our freedom. We're fighting for the Bible. We're fight. you know, right. da, 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 da. like everyone will look like us eventually. And I, like grown out of that not not even since living in Canada just like since right. on my journey with the Lord and stuff and I'm like oh my gosh kingdoms come and go nations rise and mm-hmm. crumble and fall like right who's to say America doesn't fall and like something yeah. else happens you know and yeah. like the global landscape can change so quickly yeah like I don't know I'm just like yeah America is not forever no, it's not. Like the United Kingdom is now just a little island. Like yeah. <laughs> Britain used to run the world and they don't. Rome yeah. used to run the world right. and they don't, right? Yeah. And so it's, yeah, it does make sense. So and there is an inevitability that's like. Right. And also like we serve the kingdom of God. Right. Not the kingdom of man, not the kingdom of America, not the kingdom of Trump. Yeah. So like on some level, I don't care what happens to America because it's not my home. And it's not my birthplace, yeah. right? Yeah. It's heaven. But it was. it's funny that you bring up Britain and how they used to be like, the rulers of the world. Because I showed right. you this thing. Um, there's this factoid I found that um, on average, every seven days, somewhere in the world is celebrating uh, their freedom from Britain. <laughs> every, every, what is it? Every, every seven days. That's fine. On average, every seven days, someone is somewhere in the world, someone is celebrating their freedom from Britain um, because of like national holidays and stuff. And I was just dying laughing. Like, yeah, that is the case of how a whole empire right, just yeah. completely yeah. came and went. Now, luckily, there's no like American empire per se, but no. Yeah. But there is a lot of reach and like there is a level of American colonialism. You know, yeah. it's, it's not quite the same as yeah. maybe Britain conquering lands, but right. it's a little more underhanded. There's no other countries that are taxing to America. No. Well, what is Puerto Rico? They're a territory. So is that kind of the same? They're not, like, they're not their own nation. Do they tax to, they do they pay taxes to America? Yeah. Without representation. Right? For oh. The most part. So that's pretty much like a, it's kind of like a colony, right? Yeah, I would. Do they pay taxes? Like, I don't know what the difference is, but I'm like, I, I would assume, like, they use the American dollar there, correct? I think so. I'm pretty sure that's a colony. It's called a territory. Yeah, but, I mean, that's because you don't want to call it a colony, but, like, it is, right? Because, <laughs> like... I guess. They have a lot of autonomy. 
Oh, I think they do pay taxes, but we also give them like relief and aid and yeah, and like obviously like they're under our military and da da da. da. Like if like right, if anything right. happened to Puerto Rico, like our military would go and take care of them and true fight for them. We just don't mess with hurricanes. <laughs> Lol, I know. It's so sad. <laughs> Yo, I, saw, I heard this funny this funny comedian talk about how like. Remember when Trump was throwing, went to Puerto Rico and was throwing mm-hmm. toilet paper? Mm-hmm. And this guy was like, yo, he grew up on bounty commercials. And he was just trying to, like, use the quicker picker-upper <laughs> and soak up. All- <laughs> that's <laughs> anyway, funny. Uh, that's not my joke, so I don't want to tell it like it is. But, um, oh, anyway, that was funny. Yeah. What were we talking about before that? Did we, we were we're talking about conspiracies and America-centric. Oh, okay. But right. I feel like we, we talked did. about this last time on we our did. podcast. Yeah, I don't oh, we don't need to beat a dead horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or beat a dead America. Yeah. Um... But I do think that uh, kingdoms come and go. And it yeah. is interesting, like, when I think through my, my American friends, there is almost this sense of, like, this is God's country. Mm. And I think through, I think through even theologically, like, when when you look at the Old Testament, you have Israel mm-hmm. and Judah, and they split into two different nations. Yeah. And Israel used to be the people of God, but in order to be the people of God, you have to continue to be the people of God. And so there's a spot where literally like Israel is no more and Judah remains. Mm -hmm. And then, and so even what it means to be the people of God evolved Mm -hmm. historically. Yeah. And then in the new covenant in Christ, it's Mm -hmm. like, yo, you got to be on board with Christ to be the people of God. Like it's not about your ethnicity. It's not about your nationality, Jews, Gentiles, wherever you come from, like you're the people of God now. And so now the people of God is defined by those who actually have faith in Jesus. Yeah. And so it's interesting to me because I remember being on the walk. Did we talk about the walk? With the preamble of the... Yeah, last time. We did, right? Yeah. And I was nearly in tears. And so mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's true. And even like when you read through the Old Testament and you just realize, like I read through Daniel a couple days ago and just read through the whole thing and realizing even how... different kingdoms came and conquered Israel again and again and again, right? And they, it wasn't about having their own nation. They were constantly ruled by other people. True. Like all, like so consistently, right? And and there would be seasons and ebbs and flows and and then they would get back their nation and then they would sin and and then they would be taken away from them and all these things. And, um... But it was just never, I don't know, I don't think, like, the Lord was never fixated on them having their own government. And even they only got a king because they wanted one. Right. So, I don't know, when I think of, like, we live in society, we live in nations, we, we submit to government for the sake of global society, but not for the sake of Christianity or God or faith or religion mm. or... Yeah. You know what I mean? It's complicated. Yeah, definitely complicated for sure. Um, and, and society has gotten increasingly complex yeah. as we've grown and moved. I was hit by this. I, I, I mean, it's like a duh fact, but I was like, whoa. Julius Caesar died before Jesus was born. I don't know why this is so surprising to you. Because Julius Caesar feels so modern and Jesus feels so old. You think... Interesting. I don't, I just think, I don't think that way. I always just assumed, I actually would have assumed that Caesar was before or during Jesus. If He I was like right before. Okay. So yeah, yeah. So I think I, I didn't know the exact where he placed, but I knew he was kind of that. Well, cause Jesus even says give unto Caesar what, that, it, which is Caesar's. That's what I thought. But I when just you didn't read know it, Caesar you're just like, a, oh, whatever. But I didn't know if Caesar was like a figure of speech at that point. Like if the, the empire was in Caesar's, even if Caesar had passed away. It is. It is that. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, okay, okay. But it just, like, never hit me. And then I was, like, doing... Because I was reading through Daniel, and, like, there's all these prophetic imageries of, like, kingdoms falling right. and stuff. And so I was, like, he's talking about Nebuchadnezzar and yada, yada, yada. And I, there was a phrase that I didn't understand, so I Googled it. And then that phrase led me to, like, all of this research into the Roman Empire and how a lot yeah. of Daniel's... Um, Prophecy. Prophecies were about the Roman Empire and in its rise and fall. Exactly, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I did not put all of this together. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. the historical things that were happening right. during the day of Jesus, like, yeah. Yeah. Wild times. It's, this is hopefully helpful. Uh, it, so I have a bunch of youth, and mm-hmm. we've been reading the Bible three times a week together. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so we've been doing that. Four times and, a week. 
Correct. Uh, three times for a specific reason and fourth. Anyway, you're right. Mm. We read it a lot together. <laughs> uh, and so the next book of the Bible, I've been like, so what do you guys want to do next? And a lot of students are like, we want to do Revelation. Oh, and gosh. Which is pretty common. Like I, uh, when I was yeah. a youth, I wanted to read Revelation and yeah. I thought it was the key to the end of the world. And it's not. It's complicated because <laughs> it's it's not. It is and it isn't like it's it's there's the thing. The thing I try to the, the first thing I try to teach my students is when you read any book of the Bible, the authors were writing to people who were still alive yeah. and it meant something significant to the people who were still yeah. alive. Yeah. You have to read Revelation the same. Yep. So even when Jesus talks about so many of, uh, when he gives prophecies, a lot of it was fulfilled by 70 AD, mm-hmm. right? And uh, Revelation, Daniel had very specific meanings mm-hmm. of, and, and those, most of the events, or if not all of the events of Daniel transpired already. And yeah. and scholarship has basically said, yes, like we believe that this yeah. kind of happened. Yeah, like the four horns were the four... Exactly. Generals of Roman Empire. And yeah, and Revelation is complicated, but it's kind of similar. Like, And yeah. so when you're reading it, trying to figure out, okay, who's the Antichrist? Is it Bill Gates? Is it Obama? It's we, no one. We don't think it's Oprah anymore. Like, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's like, nah, you missed it. You missed it. Like, they, yeah. they, they, in their time, believed that they knew who this was about. And it wasn't this, like, big mystery. So, who did they believe the Antichrist was th- in their time? I'm pretty time? sure it was Nero. Yours, because jank. I'm pretty sure you what know the whole six 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 thing. Mm-hmm. So like if you like if you if N was like the seventeenth letter and A was the first, mm-hmm. you basically add up your name Natalie, mm-hmm. and then you'd get a number, and your number would be like four hundred twenty seven, whatever yeah. it is. I'm just making that up. And if you do the same thing with Nero, according to blah blah blah, it turns out to be like six 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 in some sort of configuration. And that's why people are so obsessed with six six six. Yeah, because they think 666 is, like, the mark of the beast that is to come. So, like, Bill Gates is going to put a chip in everybody yeah. and it's going to say 666. Patent 060606. So, yeah. So, was that the corona thing? Yeah. And okay. it's a real patent. There you go. So, um, yeah. But. Anyway, yeah. But if you, you read through Revelation 2, it, it's never. Sp- there, there are. They talk about the spirit of the Antichrist, right? And basically, it's just anything that is anti-god yeah it's like it's actually that simple it's not necessarily going to be there's always one person it's specific it's like no there is spiritual forces at work always good and bad and the spirit of the antichrist is gonna try to fight against us and we just gotta say no I feel like the part of the reason why it's complicated is because like when you get to the end of revelation Mm -hmm. it's talking about the new heaven, new earth, yeah. new creation. And yeah. so it's kind of like, okay, and well, we, yeah, we, don't we do believe, believe we that that, that is yeah. a literal thing that hasn't happened yet. So yeah. anyway, that's that's where it, it We it haven't gets seen him on the clouds yet. Behold, he comes. Oh, I'm thinking I'm singing of a different one. I can see him coming, riding on the clouds. What's that? Oh, I, don't I was singing Days of Elijah. I don't know the song I was singing. I do you know, know Days of Elijah? No. What? That's like a classic campfire song for us. We grew up in very different Christian circles. I guess so, but I thought, you know, you think some things are universal, but I guess not. Christianity is not universalism. Sorry, babe. <laughs> LOL. Uh, I could have made that joke smoother, but I didn't know how to do that on the yeah, fly. Yeah, you could have. You could have. You could have. For all of our listeners that are like, what's universalism? The belief that everyone goes to heaven. Um, and you meant to say Christianity is not universal, a universal experience. No, I was trying to make a joke about how <laughs> Christianity is is not universalism. Wait, are you a universalist? No. Okay, then why don't you get my joke? No, I think I was trying to. I was trying to think. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, I was thinking the lemon. I see the bar about lemons. Remember we just all started with lemons, berries. Oh yeah, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Circle back around. So wait, lemons are are man made. Uh, yeah, so it's a hybrid between a limoid and like an orange or something like that. Limoid, isn't that just a lime? No, no, I don't know. I don't know these things. But apparently, like a lemon was was created. It was it's a hybrid fruit that is now. That's insane that lemons are like so universal, and they were. They're manufactured. Well, they're like they were. They're GMO. Yeah. Genetically modified. Well, uh, yeah, like, well, actually, all of our fruit is. So, like, watermelons were apparently were like super tiny. Mm-hmm. Bananas used to have seeds. 
Yeah. I And then also the corn was like super mm-hmm. not nutritious and really mm-hmm. dense and husky. And so we've GMO'd all of our fe- food. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the lemons is hilarious because this is like a staple of what we eat and cook with all the time. And it's fake. It's fake food. I mean, it's real. It's created. But by these little hands. And get this. So you know the phrase like when life gives you lemons, mm-hmm. make lemonade? Mm-hmm. Life never gave us lemons. We made <laughs> lemons. Like, like, that's funny. I didn't put that together. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? Like, that's not my own joke. Again, I read that and I was like, that is freaking hilarious. That's that is so funny. funny. But this, now this is my own thoughts. Like, how, how, like, American is that concept? Like, that is the epitome of pull yourself up by the boots. Mm. Like make your own lemons. Make your own lemons to, to make, make your lemonade. Own lemonade. Yo, life sucks. Well, just make a brand new fruit and yeah. and <laughs> like, That's so like, funny. How crazy is that? What, well, wait, when were lemons invented or hybrided or whatever? Uh, I could look it up, but who knows? It was it, it was a long time ago. I think it this was not like a modern invention. This was like it, this is a very old Was it like intentional or was it like an accidental like two things were next to each other and they accidentally cross-pollinated? Is that how easy it is? Yes. Actually? Certain things, yes. So, like, if you just put an apple and a banana close enough together, like, if you put the banana tree and the apple tree close enough, like, you might get, like, a a apple. There's some scientific way it happens. I don't know if everything can cross. How do I But the, Okay, but do you remember doing your, like, genetics unit in biology? No. And then you figure out, you, like, map your genes so you know, like, what your eye color would be if you had, eye, like, what you're, like, okay. Anyways, Maybe that was just my grade 10 IB biology, which is the equivalent of AP. Um, But, like, yeah, there was this guy who had peas next to each other, and they cross-pollinated, and that's how he started looking at genetics. I forget his name. Interesting. Yeah. And he's like, intentional or not. Yeah. I think, I can't remember. Was it Tanzania or something that had the first lemons? I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but isn't that hilarious? I like, love lemons. When life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Yo. And like someone made lemons. That's hilarious to me. That's That is human ingenuity at its finest. Mm-hmm. That is the image of God. That is humanity in the image of God. Explain. M- making lemons. Creating. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. That's something you can trace back, I feel like. Oh, that's like the two-way window we were talking about. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, oh so, my gosh, a human created a lemon. There, that's what God's like. He created the limoids and the oranges that helped us make the lemon or whatever. I don't know. Like the first thing we know about God is that He's a creator. True. So Keep whenever on, you we think cre- you're onto something, I'm not onto anything. I'm just talking. I think you're. Oh, I thought you're onto something. I'm just talking. No, I think you're with it. Okay, so I think I like the idea because it's like what, there's no idea. It just is. What do you mean it just is? I, Okay, it's tell not me some what rev- this, is. this isn't some like grand new thought. All I'm saying is this, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like so offended at this like concept that it's like some like novel idea. I don't know why I'm so offended, but it's not a novel idea. It's the truth of like if the first thing we know about God is that he's a creator. Correct. And we are and then we know that we're made in his image, which means the first thing we are is creators. Oh. That's so what I'm it, so when when Homie decided to make a lemon, it's like duh, that's like the first thing we are. And that's a moment where we can look look through the mirror or look through the glass the other way. Yeah, and, and be like, oh, I'm God. like my dad. I'm like my creator. I'm creating. Yeah. It's like a microscope. So you know how we're big humans looking into a microscope to look at something small? Mm-hmm. Well, in theory, that small thing could look up the microscope <laughs> into us. <laughs> you think it can? I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anything in a microscope has eyes to look. But. So, so like we can take the moment where a person made a lemon and then take and it's like we're taking that on the glass mm-hmm. and we're looking through the glass in the microscope to see like Imagine you're like on, on a microscope on this giant microscope and you look up and then all you can see is this giant eye. Oop. My bad. Um yeah. That's terrifying. Imagine if there was a microscope and you could see God's eye. I think it would, it would be very beautiful. That's very mystic of you. That's very beautiful. That's very I immediately had an image in my mind of like sparkles and different colors that we've never seen before that's what i think god's eyes are like yeah that probably cool i love him you do yeah oh you're just like in it eh mm. so yeah i think it's cool that we get to be 
Like the first thing we, the first way we can even be like our father mm. is be creative. Mm. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. Um, think about creativity. Mm-hmm. Scientists built a bionic eye. What does that mean? So you know how like you have cochlear implants? Uh, Co- cochlear? Co- yeah, that thing. Yeah. And it's, it, it kind of hooks up to people's brains mm-hmm. and gives them... They're, they can hear again, kind of. Like, it's not mm-hmm. exactly our, our hearing back, but it's signals, sounds, and, like... Mm-hmm. And they kind of, like, are given the impression of hearing again. Mm-hmm. So they've created a bionic eye that is essentially kind of doing what an eye does. Mm. Now, they haven't figured out exactly how to translate it back to the human body but they've got this bionic eye thing interesting and it's very very low res but it's kind of interesting so they're they're kind of thinking through huh i wonder if if we could if in years to come this this could be like a cochlear or cochlear i don't know what is i it? thought it was cochlear cochlear eye given back to people cool isn't that i don't even know what it would look like though because is it not a ball? Is that what have you? Did no. you see a photo of it? Well, it was kind of like an artist's like render. Like it wasn't. It wasn't the actual thing. Oh, like they're, the image, they're protecting their intellectual property. Pro, I don't know. Yeah, it was like it looked more sci-fi than it did real. Maybe it was real. I don't oh, know. I'm not smart, but um, I thought that was cool. That is cool. Uh, That's it? really amazing. Yeah, I I love that. That would be beautiful. Yeah. Um, also, what's it called? Do you want to talk about Joe Rogan and the him signing a hundred million dollar Spotify deal? You can talk about it for a minute. I don't think anyone cares nearly as much as you do. Really? Yeah. You're very into the like. We obviously have a podcast, but like you are deeply invested in like podcast how the, politics. How the, how the sausage is made. Yeah, and like I don't just don't think anyone really cares. I don't. Oh, okay. But right. you can talk about it for a minute. No, no, forget it. It's okay. I'll skip it. I'll skip it. If anyone listens to Joe Rogan, know that he will soon only be on Spotify, not even YouTube. <laughs> yeah, we're doing go. the announcement for him. It's You're welcome, Joe. Um, Sponsor us, Joe Rogan. Okay. No, I'm good. Uh, I got two questions for you then. Okay. Um, if you had, this is the ask credit, so we're winding it down. Okay. If you had the option right now to instantly gain five pounds of muscle or lose five pounds of fat or stay the same, which would you choose? Five, Why? P- five pounds of muscle. hundred percent. hundred percent. Why? Because I'm so weak. We played badminton yesterday, and I am sore. Also, what sport did we play? Badminton. We say badminton. It's badminton. Badminton. What did you say? Badminton. Oh, you pronounce both T's. I just, I heard you say it differently, and I didn't know why, and I was trying to figure out, but I didn't, I couldn't figure it out quickly. Wait, okay, so yesterday we played? Badminton. Badminton. Oh, that's wrong. That's not And you say... Badminton. Bad badminton. Yep. Like this thing sucks at keeping my hand warm. Yep. It's a badminton. Yep. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. Yeah, probably. I just it's you know, it's one of those things where I just grew up saying it the way I grew it. Oh. Okay. I wonder if it's American Canadian or if it's just like we're just different. Badminton or badminton. Anyway, we played we played that thing. Mm-hmm. We played Sucky Glove. <laughs> sucky Glove. L O L. Badminton. Yep. We did. And we did not win, but we were close. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm sore after that, and I'm like, dang, if I had maybe five pounds of muscle. I mean, which isn't much muscle. Although, five pounds of fat, that's quite a bit of fat. Um, Wait, no, is fat heavier than muscle, or muscle, muscle is heavier, heavier than, than fat? fat? That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 I think. Yeah, I'd rather have the muscle. Yeah. What Remember about that you? time you held that baby, and then you were, your shoulders were incredibly sore the next day? You know what? First of all, no need to out me. <laughs> On a national, or international, actually, podcast. So rude, but yeah, that's Okay, yeah, my bad, my bad. Yeah. I, I would do five pounds of muscle, too. Only because I don't think I've ever had five pounds of muscle. As in, like, however much muscle I have in my body now. Is how much you've always had? I feel like that. I feel like I've never had an additional five pounds of what I currently have. Mm. It'd be, just be cool to try it out. <laughs> like that bionic eye yeah and i've i've weighed 10 pounds less than i'm hoping to weigh 20 pounds less than what i weigh but um that's a very ambitious goal i feel um, you me too also for those of you who are probably thinking he's so small where the heck has he found 20 pounds to lose 
let's just say I used to look a little different and I hide it fairly well. And some of y'all are thinking, you don't hide it that well. And to you, I say, Screw something you. rude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you have 20 pounds to lose. I don't know how you could lose 20 pounds. I think you might look anorexic if you lost 20 pounds. No, I don't think so. I think I don't think so. Well, anyway. you know your body. Anyway, um, I would be the same. All right. If eight-year-old you got a tattoo, which tattoo would you be hiding today? <sighs> Oof. I'm trying to think. What was I into in eight years old? What grade are you in? in I don't know. Second grade, maybe? Second grade, third grade. I'd probably get... Maybe I'd have a fish. A Jesus fish? No. No. Like, just like a fish. Like a clownfish or something. My second grade teacher's name was Mrs. Coral. So that's why you think you get a fish because you yeah. love your teacher? I liked Mrs. Coral. Oh, that's sweet. So I just feel... And I think we had fish. I don't know. I liked all of my teachers. And that's probably a sign that I was like delusionally optimistic. Yeah. Because I probably had some bad teachers. Yo, I had a teacher in fourth grade and her name was Mrs. Duggar. And you know how they say like, oh, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. Okay. That's what we would say. We had a song we would sing in fourth grade. It was like, it, it was saying, it was like, it ain't over until the fat lady sings. And the chairs are stacked or, I don't know. She was this really what? big woman. She was this obese woman. You guys are rude. We were so rude. And she was the meanest person ever. She was like the definition of like in like cartoons when it's like the, 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 the mean cafeteria lady yeah, or something. That was her. Right. And she always made us stack his cha- our chairs at the end of the day. And she was, like, so rude about it. We never had any fun in that class. She was harsh. I had this amazing teacher in grade five and six. Oh, yeah? And he he believed that physical activity promoted better oh, attention. Oh, And yeah. so he started every day with Capture the Flag. Cool. Sing the national anthem. The first 20 minutes of school was us playing Capture the Flag. We'd go in and we'd, like do all this stuff and he had the coolest like we did the egg drop parachute thing we built like he brought saws into class and we made bridges and like had a competition about who's he we had to do the math so you had to make the strongest bridge per weight Hmm. so like you would take how much like how you would weigh your bridge Mm -hmm. and then you'd also like uh see how much your bridge could hold Mm -hmm. until it broke and the strongest bridge won. Cool. He did all of the cool stuff. Whatever. This sounds amazing. awesome. He also... Maybe I shouldn't tell you. Was he not a great person outside he, of class? No, he was amazing. But I think it was a different time back then. Oh. He, so back in back in the day, we would have like camping. We would have this one camping trip called oh. something. I don't remember. And... Uh, you would go camping in fifth and in, sixth grade? In grade six. In grade six, there was a camping trip that was part of the education. All grade sixes would go. Oh. Oh, cool. I think I can't remember what it was called, and uh, and yeah, so you'd go on this camping trip with your grade. It was so amazing. Everyone looked forward to it for like, from like grade three, you were looking forward to this Cute. like trip. Um, and I remember that he would take out certain students camping, like adult permission and everything. And that's something that would just never happen today. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I have absolutely no reason. That sounds suspect. Again, just it totally different. It sounds very suspect. No, it's totally just totally different time. Would he take like a group of kids or only one kid at a time? No, 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 no. Like a small group of oh, kids. Oh, okay. And and they were usually uh, kids who were stronger and could hold their own backpack, essentially. Oh, kind okay. Kind of thing. Uh, so it was cool. I was never strong enough or favored enough or cool enough, but um, all oh. my friends were. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Did they have fun? They had an amazing time. I wish I could go, but mm-hmm. I mean, the reality is, is I probably wasn't strong enough to keep up but with the But if you boys. had that five extra pounds of muscle. But if I muscle, had those five extra pounds of muscle, maybe I could have gone on those camping trips. Do you remember the other day we were listening? We don't usually listen back on our podcasts, but we were listening back on one and you were like, said something about, oh my gosh, it's not, it's so cringy sometimes to listen to us. And I was like, I'm not cringing as much as I'm thinking, wow, we do not make ourselves sound good. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> we, I'm like reflecting on this conversation like, wow, we are not trying to sell ourselves at all. No, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. So what would yep. your tattoo be? Oh, yeah. Grade eight. Um, I mean. Grade two, grade three. My guess is if I had to pick a tattoo at grade three, mm-hmm. I was into the X-Men cartoon. Oh, okay. Maybe, like, all the X-Men in that cartoon would have the the X X badge. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'd tattoo that badge on my chest or something. Cute. Yeah, that's probably... I probably want to be a superhero. Yeah. 
Or huh. maybe, no, I would have never done this, but my favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Oh, okay. Now I'm thinking, how cool would it be to tattoo the webs all over my skin? Wait, now you're thinking how cool? As if like, oh, I should get web no, tattoos? No, no, no. Not like I'm a 30-year-old man who should make myself my skin the Spidey suit. Praise God. I'm thinking, how cool would it have been if, if, you I, were if, eight if, if I was this? eight years old <laughs> and I had the boldness and the courage to tattoo the Spider-Man costume on my skin. The whole body? The mask and everything. Like, big, big, the big eyes are on my own eyes. We would not be married. Probably not, but you know what? Who cares? You'd be in jail. But I'd have Mary Jane. And on that note, we're ending this podcast so I can <laughs> beat my husband. Oh, my gosh. Sweetheart, there's no Mary Jane. I promise you. Um, if you didn't know, Mary Jane was... That was his love. Spider-Man's love. I know. Love. I know. So I know. I'm saying if I was Spider-Man, I, I'd have my Spider-Man love. But I'm not Spider-Man. I have the true love of my life. You. I think you think it sounds good, and I'm just thinking, <laughs> What? <laughs> You my true love. You win some, you lose some. I love you. You my true love. I love you way more than Mary Jane. I don't love Mary Jane. Mary Jane's not real, babe. I'm just kidding. What if I said, I I love you, but I also love... Peter Pan. Peter Pan. But I love you more, but I do love Peter Pan. I'd be like, yo, listen. Good luck. Just don't choose someone like... Sexy. That's then I get insecure. Okay. Don't say. So what if I was like, "Yo, Wolverine wanted to ask me out on a date, (laughs) but I love you the most." I like that Wolverine was your pick. I'm sorry. (laughs) I thought you'd pick someone cooler, like uh, like Gambit or something, like someone smooth. (laughs) I don't know Gambit. Oh no. I just know the like the X Men movies, not the new new ones, but like the the one where Hugh Jackman was Wolverine. Mm. I watched those a ton when I was a kid. Those were my favorite movies for a while. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. He was a great Wolverine. He was. Cool. All right. We good? Yeah, I forgive you for Mary Jane. (laughs) I know that's not what you meant, but yeah, we're good. We love you guys. We hope you guys have a great week. Peace, everybody.